Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I'm your host. And this week, I sat down with New York City comedian J.C. Mendoza to talk about all things teaching. J.C. is actually putting in his two weeks notice uh, for his teaching job in like a week. So he decided to come on and talk all things teaching. He's spilling the secrets on what the teachers think of the kids, how they deal with them, how they talk about them. If you always wondered what happened in the teacher's lounge, this is going to be the episode for you. You can follow him at Peach Fuzz Poppy on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, check out his podcast with New York City comedian Samantha Santos uh, called Soft Launch. It's a great podcast there. As always, follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. And if you're in New York City, come to Ope, a comedy show every single week at Ferns in the East Village. If you love JC on this episode and you're coming to the show, shoot me a message. We'll get him booked on the show you're coming to. With that, let's get into the episode. Summer off. Are you going to miss that? Uh, yes, a little bit. But since I started this new gig, like my summer, it's still been on because the gig is it's part time. It's only 30 hours a week remote. So okay. it's like really, really light great. workload. And it's not a difficult job. So like the summer off for the summer. Nuclear engineer. This <laughs> <way it's- laughs> I wish, dude. I w- if I could do that remote. Uh, if you could be a nuclear engineer remote, Oppenheimer would be a way different movie. That's you know true. Yeah. <laughs> but um, nah, like it hasn't been so bad because it's not like a heavy workload, and this is probably as difficult as a job is ever going to be for me because I'm just starting. Right. But um, it's nice to not do anything in the summer. But honestly, waking up and having to go like into work to school and stuff, like yeah. it made me more productive. I was waking up earlier. Oh. I had to be productive with my time. Like if I had a free period, I was using it to like edit a clip or write a joke or some shit like yep. that. So like now in I have the- to figure out a new whole routine in like the five minutes between classes when you were a teacher you're yeah. like hold on let me throw up this real so, real quick yo, you know it's funny i used to have an alarm for 11:58 on my phone p.m because like i'd be like in between two classes but that's like prime time for posting like a clip yeah so like it would just go off when i'd be teaching class i'm like shit after the, everybody put their heads down nap time two minutes and then I'd yeah try to right. post a clip if i could oh, but sometimes man. you get like a couple free periods back to back and that's where i yeah. try to be productive i got you but, so yeah. what were you teaching I was a middle school, uh, whatchamacallit, coverage teacher. So I worked in one charter school, but I was a dedicated sub in that building. And when okay. I wasn't subbing, I was like pushing in and co-teaching other classes. Got so like it. I taught history, I taught theater, I taught science for a little bit. I taught math. Like I taught a little bit of everything just because like if somebody was out, I had to teach their class for the day. We're talking elementary or middle this is middle school sixth seventh and eighth grade the, the prime the years worst people <laughs> on the planet i don't even considered people they're, at they're, that point or are they lo- some weird form of animal they're the worst that hasn't been developed yet they're like <laughs> animals is they're just the worst version of whoever they're going to turn out to be at that time i got you you know what i'm saying okay. like objectively they're hilarious like okay. if i if i didn't have to like teach them anything if you could just i would watch. love to chill with them like we oh. just they're hilarious you know yeah. what i'm saying but like once you put in the element of all right there's a task that needs to be accomplished it is a nightmare god it is a nightmare because you can't discipline like you can discipline you can be a good like there's good teachers who have control of their classroom but like realistically if the kids don't fear you or fear a consequence that's coming that's home that's from home like so i could only discipline a kid to a certain level before it's like yo i'm gonna call your mom but if your mom doesn't give a shit nope i have nothing (laughs) i could be like yo you're you're uh detention i'm not coming all right well i'm gonna suspend you oh shit no not school not missing school (laughs) yeah you mean the thing i want to do yeah you know what i'm saying once it gets to that point like they're good they're they're good kids they're they're just bad students sometimes okay that makes sense has it made you reflect on you in middle school? Because I've thought about that. Like, my dad's a, he was a middle school teacher. He retired mm. a couple of years ago. What and did I'm he looking teach? Do you back, remember? He taught English and then technology. Shit. So, like, English was, like, I assume that was more difficult. Yeah. Because, but then technology, he's, like, teaching them Photoshop. Yeah, he's making he's, that curriculum up. That's, he's the fun class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, his his life, I think, towards the end of his career was easier than the in the middle when he was, like, teaching yeah, man. Uh, a lot more joke. English. But I'm, like, looking back on middle school days, and it's like, I can't, 
I feel like I was a good kid, but then everyone's like, nah, everyone's a piece of shit. And I was like, do I just not remember being a piece of shit for three years? I'm trying to, because I, I had the same thought. I was like, I know I was annoying as a kid. Like, Sure. I don't think I was a bad kid or I don't think I was disrespectful. I definitely, you know, was scared of consequences when I was younger. Yeah. But like the level of why, like th- these kids be throwing shit across the classroom. <laughs> they're like, the, the language is foul. Oh, yeah. Like it's really wild. And like they're just so physical with each other. I'm like, okay. I don't remember that. But, yeah. you know, I'm also, I'm teaching in a different neighborhood than I grew up in. So it's a little, it's a little bit different. Just Got it. That. But you, like you say specific examples. I'm like, oh, I 100% threw shit across the class. Like I was always trying to throw wads of paper into the yeah. trash can and like my language was fucking awful yeah and i know i remember like, cursing but like was at, it that bad <laughs> at the teacher though that's like i feel like there oh. were, i feel like i had a concept of time and place gotcha. that i feel like i i wasn't able to instill in my class like they were like yo i want to do this now so i'm going to do this now whereas my thing is always hey guys if we do the work first mm-hmm. and we have a little bit extra time before we leave you can have the time to go nah. on your laptops and play the game but like I had such a hard time because especially as a sub, I'm like, guys, let's do the work first. Yeah. And then I won't bother you for the rest of the period as long as the work is done. See, but that's the marshmallow Very difficult. test. Very Adults difficult. can't do the marshmallow test yeah, where know. you're like, that's you just got to wait. Yeah. And they're like, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm eating the marshmallow. No, that, that's, that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's that. If I was trying to teach them anything, it was time and place. Like uh-huh. for you guys to want to, to wild out and curse at each other and like fight and stuff like that. I can understand that. Like that's hormones. That's aggression i feel that do it just no crimes after school <laughs> yeah even crime i don't want you to do it but if you're gonna do it don't do it while i'm oh, here shit. Man. crime crime is definitely, allowed in, in mr mendoza's class definitely don't it's not allowed in class but i'm not gonna call the cops based on what you do outside no you know what i'm saying not. so it's like that was like my big thing i was like hey guys priorities and time and place like can you curse with your friends outside of school I don't care what yeah. you do outside of school. As long as you're right. safe, you don't harm anybody. Even if you do fist fight because you don't like each other, that's right. part of life. I'm not going to encourage you to be, be put hands on each other, but like if you're going to do it, don't do it in my class. Or school property. Just yeah. like go across go the street. Go somewhere else, anywhere yard. else. Because you, <laughs> you, we have eight hours here together for sure. Yeah. But then there's another like eight. I can't even do math. What's 24 minus eight? There's another fucking... 16 16 bro I was about to say 20 There's another 16 hours in a day You didn't substitute math Not well Okay Definitely not well You know what I'm saying It's It's all about time and place But we don't know how much time There is in the place I said time and place Not times tables You know what I'm saying I can't teach you about that But if you're gonna If you're gonna do some uh, Nefarious activities Do it when I'm not here Or like You guys are talking about The horrible things That you're gonna do Outside of school And I'm obligated to report it yeah. So just stop talking about it here. Right. Do it out there. That's a good and life lesson. I and I and I honestly like I'm not like I was never passionate about teaching, so I feel bad for mm. like, you know, having an opportunity to speak to kids. I, I wanted to make positive impacts, like and build good relationships, but you know, I'm not here trying to teach you math and science and stuff like that. I'm I'm making sure you're doing what your teacher wants you to do. Yeah. But like if we could just chill here and relax and have a little bit of respect for just the fact that we're in the school building. Yeah. That's all I could ask for. That's yeah. All I, could ask. I would even rather, there, cause there's some kids that wouldn't pay attention and it would be super loud about it. And those mm-hmm. are the kids you have to confront. But there are some kids that didn't do any work, but were mad quiet about it. And I'm like, yo, that's how you gotta be. Yeah. At least in this class, that's all I'm asking you to do is not disrupt the class, not right. disrupt the, the piece of the class. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's tough. Well, so paint the picture. Where, uh, where's the school? Like, what types of kids are going yeah. there? Like, what? My you know. school, my school is in Best. I was a charter school. Okay. It's uh, mostly so private. Uh, kind of private. It's not. Okay. I think it's more of like a charter. So the kids aren't paying tuition to go to this school. Oh, okay. Like it's it's a. It's a public. It's not a public school, but you apply. But a lot of kids get in because, you know, we do um, education. It's not state testing. It's not standardized testing. It doesn't go to regions exams sure. and stuff like that. So it's a little bit alternative, and um, yeah. So it's 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 not a, a a school with like a barrier of like yo, we don't accept everyone. Like they'll accept anybody that applies. Okay. It's very much like for the community people that had trouble getting into other schools. 
Um, the kids are they're honestly to be fair to the kids they're not like bad kids they're not like dangerous like there's other schools in Brooklyn that's like you know like public schools that's like real gangbanging and stuff like that Okay. and the kids that I teach are not like that they're not like actual problem children they're just really really obnoxious sure. <laughs> really obnoxious about it it feels like they're all like brats a yeah. lot of them to be fair to them have like behavioral issues I was gonna say it like, you know, like ADHD, ADHD and stuff like that of course yeah. that, that's definitely heavy and, and learning and uh, you know, learning things that make learning difficult. Yeah. But it's mostly just behavioral in uh, in a child with like kids with a lack of discipline. I sure. would say like kind of run rampant in the school. And you know, now and then we'll catch the kid vaping, which is very annoying. Yep. And it's like they're too young for it. Yeah. And it's a horrible thing to do at any age. But like, it's they're not like awful kids. Like nobody's like fucking in the hallway and stuff like that. Right. Or like nobody's getting stabbed and no shit like that. It's just they're super annoying about I got you. everything. Yeah. Like it's and everything is a problem. It's it's big talk back. Oh yeah, they all talk back. And oh it's yeah, like, Come on, I bet a lot man. of them are good at it. They're really good at it, <laughs> man. Yo, because there's times where I'm like, you know, I'm thirty, I'm thirty one now. Like when I'm teaching, I'm thirty yeah. years old, and I'm really in a heated back and forth with an eleven year old, like for real. <laughs> and I'm like, no. So why? So tell me why you think that. Like and it upsets. Like no, you can't tell me. Oh, I think my job tells me that I can. <laughs> yeah. And like I have to be reminded. Sometimes it's easier for teachers to do when they're not teaching the class to just pop and be like, hey man, you know. I feel you, but you, you, you're getting nothing from here. And I gotta be like, yo, you're right, it's a, dog. No, it's a lose lose, yeah, man. Yeah, they're like, yo, I feel you. I don't, I don't, this is not, these are my favorite kids, but like, ah, you can't go back and forth. You're good. You're not winning. And it's, it's like, like yelling at the super drunk chick in, yeah, the, uh, and it's, in the audience. It's like, it doesn't matter if you win, you yeah, lose because it, and that's, she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. They, she's got no reference. No reference, bro. And, and honestly, to be fair to the kids, probably easier than the super drunk chick at the bar. Yeah. Because the drunk chick thinks she knows. The kids know they don't know, but like, they're, they have have to really? argue. Oh, that was I thought I knew everything. They think they know a lot more than they know. Okay. But like there are t th what the frustrating thing is about middle school is like there will be like really rare moments where they will see a line of reasoning and be like, "Oh, that kind of makes sense. I see what you're saying." <laughs> and that's like, "Oh, wonderful." Like, comes down out of nowhere like, oh, and you're like, that's "Oh great. my god." But the, the We got one. Yeah, we got one. Now, how do we take a rare poke? <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? But then the fallacy is I think that that can happen every time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, I end up trying to do that, but what happens to kids at that age is when they feel an emotion, they are so... That's the only thing in their world. Yeah. No matter how smart they are, how composed they are, an emotion, is it trumps everything. And, like, I'm trying to talk them out of that emotion, but it can't happen. They just need time. And to be fair to the kid, like, I hold longer grudges than some of the kids that I get into, like, <laughs> arguments with because they'll be cool the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, dog, I'll fuck with you right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they really, that's just how they are. Yeah. They, they, they are good kids. They're just a lot, dude. That's a great way to put it The with kids. Like, I didn't teach. I TA'd in college, which yeah, is, yeah. that's not teaching. It's yeah. a different, it's a different world. But I'm, I have, I'm the oldest in mm -hmm. my family, and I've got a younger brother that's 14 years younger than oh, than I am so like I kind of have a more adult perspective mm. on smaller kids and the I think you nailed it with the emotion thing where it's yes, just yeah. it's the it's like they see red it's yeah, like a, a bull going after someone in the in the ring but to your point like times time is so much slower yeah for young people so like that's it in their mind they're probably holding the grudge as long as yeah, you are yeah for real that's but it's, true it's so intense yeah. that whole day is so intense because they're taking in all these uh yeah. stimuli from every direction yeah. meanwhile true. you're like i go home go to the club yep. go home i'm still mad at the kid because yeah. i only did like <laughs> one thing that day yo for real and, uh, and the set wasn't good enough to make me yep. forget about this kid <laughs> and now i'm bringing it back into work the next day now i have a bad attitude and it's not even his fault yeah. anymore yeah that's 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 true because i i noticed that as i was like getting older um, the time goes by faster because you've experienced more of it. The younger yeah. you are, the more wait time has because you don't ha you haven't been through a lot of it. You know how to weed out yeah. the, the stuff that doesn't matter. Uh, exactly, they're taking everything they're on the face. Literally learning things firsthand for the first time. Yeah. So the difficult part is knowing that I know better and like trying to tell like. I never, I'm never the guy that's like, hey, you don't understand because you're not old enough. Right. I'm like, I know I understand and you even can understand that's too. True. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all it is, is time. It's like, even though I, I know, but I, I also believe that you can genuinely understand what I'm saying and, yeah. and it is very difficult. Yeah. Very well, did difficult. you get more or less respect 
as a substitute being sort of the permanent fixture in the school. Because when got, we had subs come in, they would come in from anywhere, yeah. and it was like, if we'd never seen them before, good fucking luck. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was that was it. You put on the movie because yeah. no learning's happening. Nah, today. for sure. And honestly, I didn't know that I was that I had a level of respect until mm. over the course of this last school year that I was doing, uh, they started to having, they started to have to bring in outside of school subs because, yeah. you know, a couple of teachers on maternity leave and a couple of teachers quit. So like we were super thin. So I was like in a long-term coverage already. So they had to bring in other teachers to cover classes that I cover every day. Yeah. And like these classes are very annoying. If I see this, this, this class on my schedule, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to do this. <laughs> or like, God forbid it's a double period. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Yeah. But you know, it happens. But those same classes had to get t- taught by out of school subs and it was like they made like they sent four subs home early crying wow like just dogging subs not listening being wild disrespectful yeah so like i didn't realize that even though i had it rough like like because their teachers their teachers also have a rough every day because yeah subbing like they treat me not treat me worse they make it difficult for me but they also make it difficult for their everyday teachers they sure. get into some grooves but you know it's tough coming in because they see me and i'm like they know me. oh mr mendoza don't care yeah. like he, he as long as we give him a little bit of quiet we can do whatever we want and sometimes they won't even give me that but uh the other school te- uh, subs coming in they couldn't get anything done yeah couldn't get anything i mean done. it makes sense because you as like a permanent fixture just the ability to look at a class and be like fuck that one yeah, yeah. like you're able to go in there you're like you know what kind of day you're about yeah. to have you know which kids are the worst maybe not maybe some of them can blind yeah blindside you right, but like right. you get a little bit more uh you, you get a go, little more heads up yeah you, on what you you're have, walking into you can prepare <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like going to the fucking it's like going let me let me try to think of a it's like going to the Midtown pair for a ten o'clock show. You know what I'm saying? You mean shout my out night to the tonight? pair. I shot. I shout out to the pair. I love performing there. But you know those ten o'clock yeah. weekdays. Some of those shows are. You know they're going to be light. You know they're going to be yep. out of town people. You know they might not speak English that yeah. well. You know. You know it's not going to be your great. You know what you're getting into when you get that spot. Yeah. I knew what I was getting into when I was getting these spots. Exactly. But the other subs didn't, and I, I didn't learn because. Or I learned because I would stop into those classes. They would like my boss would be like, just go check in with the sub, talk to the kids, make sure they know this, they have to respect the sub. And kids would give me more respect when I was making like a cameo. Yeah. When I was doing like a guest spot in right. the class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For like five minutes. And they'd be like, all right, they man, like you. They do. It's just they don't know how they to. They don't act, like anyone man. in power. Yes. So like when you're showing up as their friend, they're yeah. like, oh shit. But when then I, when, when I you come show like, up, hey, you're like, hey, come on. Yeah, hey, like, this is Mr. Brown. You guys yeah. are with Mr. Brown for the day. I know you don't know me. <laughs> treat Mr. Brown better than you treat anybody else. And they'd be like, all right, we got you. So sometimes that works, it, but, but you know, they they were nicer to me in that space than they would if I was their everyday teacher. Or I'd be on a, like a week long coverage because somebody like had COVID or something, sure. and it'd be a horrible week. Oh yeah, the terrible class. And then I'd see the kids like two months, like two weeks later after not having to teach them anymore, and they'd be like, "Yo, where where you been? We miss you." Like, and I'm like, it's just the 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 distance that they feel like they don't see me anymore. Yep. But I, when I'm there, you treat me like shit. Yeah. That happened to me. Uh, the first class that I had graduate like two years ago. Um, there was this girl I, Her name was Nashe I couldn't stand her She was so rude <laughs> okay. So rude to me Wouldn't listen to A single thing ever And then For the beginning of the year Barbecue She came back As a high schooler And she was so sweet Yeah She's like Hey Mr. Mendoza How's your summer been I'm like Yo we don't I don't fuck with you <laughs> I don't I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna catch up But like It's just did ha- Not seeing me for like Four months She yeah. was like Oh She didn't care anymore Right And I was like Oh th- this is children This is how they yeah. grow and in and in her world, like what we were talking about before, four months for you feels like years oh, for her. My God, where it's yeah. just like the summer. She's a new person. Now. She's uh, probably like you know that time in life. Yeah. Her brain probably just something clicked, yeah, and she's, she's like, "Oh, older. maybe she's, I shouldn't." Yeah. And that just happens like in a day. It is funny. So my uh, my dad, when he uh, when we moved to my hometown, we moved there when I was like six. The first job that he had was at a school for pregnant girls. Oh my! So. Any any woman in the district, uh, like 14, 15, 16, 17, if they got pregnant, they would move to this school that had daycare in it wow. so that they could have some place to put their kid while that's they go to class. A, that's but a really resourceful district. It's Yeah, well, it didn't work yeah. uh, because none of them went to class. They would just like, you know, it was, they, they had the kid, they had other priorities, they were yeah, worried about smart. making money. Yeah, it's just man. like, it's super tough. And... It was always, I didn't really have the perspective at the time, but we would like go out to um, like go get groceries or whatever. 
And my dad would run into his former students from the school who yeah. just like never did any assignments. Yeah. They treated him like shit. Sure, they were never. Sure, yeah. And then they would, uh, they would be the cashier in line and they'd like talk about how he was their favorite teacher yeah. and like all this other. And he'd like leave the grocery store. He's like, she was horrible. Yeah, like yeah. she was the worst student that I ever had. Yeah. And she, and I'm like, I don't know. She seems like she likes you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, in middle school at the time. Yeah. So I'm like not really seeing it, but it's wild how that can happen. There's yeah. that turnaround. Cause I think also for the students, you know, even if they don't realize it in the moment, even if they're angriest when they're going back and forth with us, it, no teacher that I've met wants their wants to not have a positive impact. Everybody's yeah. acting in the best interest of. Uh, there's of a the couple, of, of course, who in I the feel world. Like gave up, yeah. A few the old ones that are like they gave up 15 years before yeah, I sure. got there, and you're like, you don't give a fuck anymore. Huh? Yeah, no, that's that's fair. And you know, school. I mean, the way that teachers are treated and what they're meant to do, like, it's shocking that that doesn't happen quicker. You know, I, I'm I'm two mm-hmm. years in, two years out, like. Two years in and I'm not going back. So I can understand how, like, unless this was my life's passion, I don't know how anybody does his job. Yeah. Because it's like you're, you're stuck in, you're, you're not set up for success at all in most schools. But I say that no. to say, like, the kids, even if they're going back and forth, you are fucking hate. Like, they'll tell you, I hate you. This is so stupid. This is, I fucking hate it here. They they can realize compared to what's happening at home, because it's always something at home. Yep. They can realize, oh, they're, they're like, even though we went back at it, they're like, oh, this person was trying. So yeah. when they, especially when they get older, even in their life, they're like, "Yo, thank you for not thank you for what you did, but like, our battles were some of the high points of like that was fun. Right? Like it was fun to be like, <laughs> fuck you. You know what I'm saying? As a kid. Yeah. And like the, every student that goes and comes back, they're like, oh man, how how are you? And even ones that I got into like shouting matches with, that was like that was fun for them. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. Look back on that fondly, which is kind of wild. Yeah. Because that's uh, the worst part of the job. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those like if if their home life is bad. They say fuck you to one of their parents. Yeah. Like consequences could be way worse than saying fuck yeah. you to you. And like just someone that they can get their anger out yeah. with, not even at. Because like, I when kids are stuck on something, they're not mad at you. Yeah. They're they're mad at themselves for, for not sure. knowing how to do it. And yeah. it's it's a weird like, it's it's a defense mechanism, which yeah. makes sense. And from the outside, it's easy to sit here and say oh yeah it's a defense but in the moment you're like i want to oh, punch this kid because it's happening <laughs> it's happening to me in this yeah. moment yo that's happened yeah. to me so many times bro there's this uh. girl the sixth grader and it took me like two months to realize that her face is just a, a nasty face <laughs> she has a like a rbf at like 11 like it's oh, really no. serious and she's so oh, sweet and she's like yeah. the smallest little thing and, and like yo <laughs> it, it was so many instances where i was like yo is there a fucking problem what's <laughs> she's, she's like i'll be like hey mean bugging you <laughs> yo not even me but i'll be like hey um i need you to sit down and focus on you. like she'd be across the classroom talking yeah. to her friend i'd be like hey can you go back to your seat and do your work and she'd be like I'm like, is there a problem? Until I realized, oh, that's just how her face is. Yeah. This is the only expression she knows. She's 11. She hasn't can, learned other expressions there yet. There are adults like that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with adults, you can get mad. It's like, no, fix your face. Yeah, But right. kids, she, she doesn't know yet. Or this is her default face. So, like, after three months, I'd be like, hey, how are you? And she'd be like, hello. But that's love for her. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. because you they, comes from a family where they say two words to each other all like, night. It's, it's just the like... side I was crazy. And I used to be like, yo, what is the problem? Yeah, but that's ne- it's 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 never what you think it is as a yeah. teacher. That's why, that's like why the best teachers are the best because they can remove themselves quicker and get to the child quicker, which is, which was very hard for me to do at this stage of my career that I was in because I was like, yo, these kids are so mean to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what was your like, if you're looking back, you in middle school, what was your parent-teacher conference report? Like, oh, what were the teachers telling good your kid. parents? He's a good kid. He, um, good kid, fun in class over socializes sometimes yeah that's all it is just a little bit like there was a specific remark that was like socializes too much or something like that or excessive socializing yeah that's what i had so i like i'd be in class i'd do my work and like if the teacher wasn't looking i go to talk somebody yep and that's you know all the time <laughs> and that's that's probably the biggest thing that, that was that was 100 percent me as a third grade we had to like line up before we could go to lunch yeah last name is t so they my teacher was like all right you're at the back yeah my best friend at the time also right next to me yeah. so we were just talking the whole i was fully turned around in yeah. line like never listened to the teacher eventually after like two months she was like all right Corey, you're moving to the front yeah guess man. what i fucking did made more friends i know like, <laughs> it's like the, the, it's, she was like all right go to the back because then i can't hear you as well <laughs> i will say that is the fun it the most fun 
like is cr- trying to create the perfect seating chart or yeah. the perfect like line order because you're, you're trying to account for so many this person won't talk to this person but this person doesn't like this person so if they're together they're gonna fight like yeah, that okay. is fun but it's it's a headache and there's never a perfect way to do it I want to know who sets the schedule of, like which kids are in which homerooms because that person wields a lot of power yeah, teacher yeah. you don't like like alright cool have every piece of shit you know what's good great? luck buddy the, the thing that sucks <laughs> is that in my school we put the kids in cohorts so I, oh. I remember middle school going to different classes and there being different kids in each class yeah but in the school that I taught every like what there's four classes per grade and they all go to every class oh, together so like if tough. somebody beefs first period they are beefing for the rest of oh, the day oh, no. so we gotta send a group chat like yo Muhammad is not fucking with <laughs> Jaden right now alright so keep them apart and then for me I had a stretch this past year where every class that I taught like a fight happened Oh my because god! They, and it felt like yo, the kids were like yo, wait till we get to Mr. Mendoza class. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up because they because they know I'm like I'm trying not to yell and scream because right. especially knowing I have comedy later, I had to start operating on a tank basis. I'm like I can't spend my energy right. here because I won't have it later. Yeah. So I gotta be like, guys, stop, stop, stop. And then they just fight <laughs> through it. I'm like, Jesus Christ! It was a week like that. How yeah. how often is the teacher's lounge just a war zone planning session? Not even. Or it's like people on the whiteboard, like this kid, no, X and them out. So we had, a, at my school, every Wednesday we had like department meetings and grade level meetings. Okay. That's what that would be. Okay. Once, if you saw a teacher in the in the teacher's lounge, a lot of the time, for me at least, I wasn't super social with my coworkers, but it would just be everybody with AirPods in just trying to like take a moment. <laughs> Of nothing. Yeah. Before they have to go back to the just trenches. listening to waves on yeah, the, bro, trying to, the trying white to noise get, app. <laughs> trying to get just trying to get each other calm. I remember one time I had oh. the, the, this rough class at the end of the day, and the end of the day is worse because my school day is too long. Like usually days are done by like two thirty. Yeah. My school went till three thirty, just because that's how it was. God damn. And I had this horrible class, and two kids were just wilding out, and I held them after because they were being so disrespectful. And like I'm trying to talk, I'm like, you guys can't act like this, and they're like blatantly disrespecting me when it's just them two. So I started like, yo, are y'all, and this is like towards the end of the year, I was I was like, are y'all dumb? Are y'all stupid people? And like another teacher had to come in and be like, hey, why don't you let me take it from here? I'm like, nah, they talking shit. I was like, yo, I couldn't separate myself from the kids at that point. And it, that, if that's, I'm that kid, I'm looking at the other kid and be like, we just won. Yeah, we just they, won. But they don't, they don't know that they're winning. Yet. They don't, okay. Because they don't realize that they've already broken me. I'm yeah. already broke. I'm like okay. talking to them. I'm talking shit to them like they're yeah. adults now, that's which is prob- horrible. Yeah. That's that's probably a good thing that they're like, they're yeah. too young to realize yeah, yeah, yeah. how much how damage. How angry I actually yeah, am. Right. But it's, you know, they're, they gets, it's the, the as for teachers, and I know this is a comment, they, they don't get paid enough. If they got paid more, it'd be better. No. T- but it's just such a, it's such a shitty job. Yeah. Even when you love, it's just shitty. It's shitty. Especially the, at, at, at the schools that really need it. Those are the hardest jobs and those are the ones that pay the least. Yep. It's fucking tough. It's, it's and that. then the parents get mad at you because they don't like being called a million yeah. times. They start to think there's something wrong with you and it's like, Jesus Christ. Right. It's a lot. Right. They're like, I don't get calls from the other teachers. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh my it's God. like, well, like, they no. don't give a fuck. So. <laughs> I'm the only good teacher here. That's crazy because that's really uh, how it is, man. Well, let's let's get in it. Like, why is it so bad? And like the one of the reasons my dad decided to retire early, like right when he got his pension and he's now like teaching college classes, was just like the parents now all think they know everything that the teachers are doing yeah doing wrong doing right like they're like no no no. you're teaching my kid the wrong way and you know my dad's response is like well i've been doing this for 25 years yes. like i, I kind of know your kid ain't special like yeah. i know what's going on yeah. here but like what did you see different circumstances yes. the parents don't give a shit that's very different than mm. when they cared too much yeah, yeah so i have i i think everything obviously just i was in school for a limited time i think everything goes home Everything comes from home. A lot of times, parents send their kids to school and they want the kids to learn how to behave. They want the kids to learn respect. They want the kids to learn priorities. They want the kids to learn how to treat adults and all of that. When our job is to teach them math and science and English. So all the respect and discipline, that's coming from home. Okay. Those are things that need to be taught at your house and reinforced at your house. If kids are coming into school disrespectful, we are gonna try our best, 
But right. it is not really our job to teach your kids how to respect. The greatest teachers teach life lessons for sure. But the job is to actually teach the subject matter right. and to make sure that they are learning, you know, they're, they're, the little things that are important, like obviously respect and stuff like that. But those are huge life lessons that need to be coming from home. Right. And a lot of times when the child is difficult, it's because the, the, they're not getting that at home. So I can't hit kids, right? No. I can't hit the kids that come to Parents school. Parents shouldn't hit the kids either. Parents should, but they're allowed to make that decision for themselves is what I'm saying. You know Are what I'm saying? Are they or does the state of New York make that decision? Hey, a little, a little, in my house we call it the pow pow. A little pow pow never heard of. A little pow pow, you know what I mean? A little toma. Sandal thrown at you, a little chunk Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to, just to reinforce a consequence. I can't do that at school. But, you know, I'm not saying every kid needs to be beat, but they need to, the consequences of negative actions comes from the house. Yeah. If you're getting away with it at home, why are you going to be scared to do it in school? If I call your family and tell you, yo, this is the 10th time I'm calling, Sean is fucking up. All right, he's going to get yeah. left back. And then the kid comes back the next year and it's the same thing. Is that on the school? Is the school horrible? The school might not be the best, but that's home. That's home. And to yeah. be fair, a lot of these people at home, they're dealing with a lot, but... That's the that's the sad part is that there's only so much we can do in the school and I will say a lot of the tough problems come from they come from home and the kids yeah. don't have they can't displace it you know they can't compartmentalize okay home is bad school is great let me be great at school that's right. not how it is man yeah you, you get the rare kid that does figure that out yeah. but it's it you can't you can't base a whole curriculum and a whole like hiring pattern yeah. off of that and it's I have sympathy for the parents because tough, if they're man. in a bad situation, like they don't want to work two jobs, come home and then tell their shitty kid to not be shitty. Yeah. Like that's shitty. It's awful. And it's and just then, like, you know, a lot of those parents, they have a lot, multiple kids, a lot of kids and a lot of small things get lost yeah. through the cracks. They're working very hard. You know what I'm saying? The area is not a high income area. It's a fucking tough, tough situation. And it sucks all around. But, you know, the teachers at the school, we're also not super paid like that yeah and there's one of us and there's like 27 kids so yeah some, and like maybe one counselor and we, no, we had two at our school god bless them yeah those jobs, another fucking really tough job <laughs> like yeah the school counselor and they had they were like so, like uh social workers so they were yeah. really fucking good at their job but it's just tough it's just tough it's a bad situation that you in theory i think money would have fixed everything you yeah. know just more money more counseling better teachers two in every classroom because you know when you get a class that has smart kids and kids who need extra help a teacher is always almost torn almost always torn between all right do i nurture this gifted kid who can really become something yeah or do i do i gotta put the brakes on the whole class stop everybody and focus on the one kid that that can get it with more extra help yeah. and then if you do that the kids who really get it they start acting up because they're not being stimulated enough yeah fucking tough it's, it's you're picking battles and you're losing somewhere. it's yeah i mean i i you just got to do like a like i would imagine you just got to do like a calculation of like all right how distracting is that kid yeah. like is he hindering other people because if yes send him out of the class or yeah. like give him a little more attention like man yeah, it's that hard. is tough i man, do think you're right about the money thing though yeah, i mean that's, but that's just like you know, that's everything fixes, if, fixes yeah money. it really is i it's mean that would fix the home problems it's fix like, everything you know spend more time I, like, and i'm not an economist i don't understand why we can't just print more of the motherfucking give <laughs> give it to people who need it but i, yeah, I used to do that as a joke years ago i was like man you want to fix like everything just give people more money and yeah. then they did that over covid and yeah. it fucking worked and yeah. i was like I was right. Yeah. Why aren't we doing this more often? And yeah. then, you know, inflation and shit. But shit. I, the, the, yeah. No, there's, yeah, we don't tough. need to get into the yeah, economics I, no, of it all. Well, not, but, not that we don't need to get into it. We can't because I don't know what, I don't know <laughs> yeah, what is what. Yeah, would turn into me teaching you <laughs> and you reverting back to that distracted kid. I'd be kid. like, yo, suck my dick, like, Corey. <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm not texting, learning shit. <laughs> texting your buddies. It's like, this teacher sucks. He doesn't Facts, understand bro. shit. Nah, man. Kids, uh, they, 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 they're funny, though. Hilarious kids. They found my socials, bro. Oh, oh dude. You can't have that. That, that, and I was starting to finally get like traction. I'm, your it, socials are good, though. Yeah. Like, it would be so much worse if yeah, you if had like wild, bit, yeah. you had bits on there that had like 12 likes, and the teacher was like, man, Mr. Mendoza fucking sucks at yeah. comedy. So that was, was it. A, your dream, you yeah. loser? So that was the thing. Like, <laughs> they, they found it out, but my shit is popping now. You right. know what I'm saying? So, like, they'd be like, yo, he got mad followers. I'd be like, nah, that's not me, but tell your parents to come to a show, though. <laughs> but the worst thing, they would like try to quote my jokes to me, like, while I'm trying to teach them, like, can you guys not do this? That's hilarious. 
it's funny, but it's That's like funny oh. as shit. Or they would like I'd be walking down the hallway, they'd be like, "Yo, Peach Fuzz Poppy." I'd be like, "Come on, come on." And I gotta man. act like I don't want to turn around. Yeah, but it's that was that was a fucking nightmare. That was a Just lot. Remember my name. Yeah, uh, there, I, I hope I get to speak to all of them. Like once I leave, like oh, they'll find you. They'll, they'll like if no, you if you really pop up, yeah. you'll be getting DMs from all of them. I, like, know, do you I, remember me? You could just respond. You were a piece of shit. Yeah, I ain't talking to you. That's what I'm gonna. I can't <laughs> wait to like put in my actual like two weeks with the school, and then like I got like maybe 40, 50 kids blocked that would wow. just jump in my TikTok comments. Oh my God, Mr. Mendoza, block, block, block. Cause block. I can't, I can't have that coming up. Yep. But um, now I'm going to unblock them and be like, yo, you stink. <laughs> and like, we're, 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 I might actually be actual friends with that's these good, kids. That's good. That's good content. Just make, make a video roasting each one of yeah, those kids. I w- and I will. It's just, uh, I absolutely will. And now I can actually finally make the positive impact that I, <laughs> that I yeah. was so craving when I started the job. Right, right, and, right, right. Teaching these kids a goddamn lesson yeah, for once. Yeah, don't fuck with people That's on the so internet funny. that are funnier than you. It is tough with the, because I've, I've still got a day job. It's not nearly the same as like kids yeah. hitting up my TikTok, but like one of the people in HR found my TikTok and I had to like shoot him a message. I was like, hey. I'm telling you, I don't post anything crazy. Like I, I, the only stuff I post, I, I do that with the assumption someone will find it. So like, I, I don't ever plan on getting fired for, for For this or whatever, but like if someone tags me in some shit that I did not want to be tagged in and it's not me saying something, please message me before you go to the company because I will undo the tag. Like I will get rid of that. I, I don't know what's going on in the background of these videos sometimes. I when I but. started, when I started uh, at the school, I was very like, "Yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna censor anything that I post because my comedy comes first before right. anything." Until they started finding my shit, and then, like, the, as soon as I, like, as soon as they found me, I, I, like, I went private. I was like, right, "I'm not doing this." And then when the summer hit, I started posting crazy, and I got mad followers. And then yep. when the uh, fall hit again, I private i was like all right I'm okay not doing this. shutting it oh, you're shutting doing down like shop. full lockdown yeah shutting it but now okay then once i went back after like i got the following i was like you know i'm gonna just stay up if they find it they find it and if the school because when the school found out about my jokes and they saw my content they were like hey man we're not gonna fire you uh we need <laughs> teachers bad yeah and as long as you, you know just don't post anything crazy or, or maybe put it private we're not gonna you're not gonna lose your job over this I, once yeah. they told me that i was like oh i don't give a shit there you go like fire me then get me unemployment uh, because hey. i'm not i can't stop i can't not post that's so too vital to the comedy part i know it's it's a tough line the silver lining to that though is i do feel like i've gotten a little more creative in how to like say things that i want to say without Being, just like yeah, wild going down into the like oh i'm gonna you know yeah. i figure a more creative way to say shit that's funny like it's yeah. easy to say like a really bad word yeah. and get like a cheap laugh yeah. or whatever but like i don't know if i could figure out a more creative way yeah. to do it and to be fair i mean that's kind of what com- what comedy calls for especially today with you know people i hate hearing comments like oh, you can't say shit no more it's just because everybody's so sensitive true. like that's not true the bars is way higher to say what you're trying to say be clever about it yeah like i always go back like bernie mac one of the he's great but bernie mac couldn't do what he did the way he did it today because no. he was saying wow the kids is gay and retarded and like yeah there's comics that do that but you know they're, they're doing it either ironically or they're never going to see the level of success right. that, that Bernie saw. So it's just on the comedian to be a little bit more clever. Nah, it's yeah. not. You can't just call people gay and expect right. that to be your whole career. So you got to dig deeper. And it's that's, that's you know, that's probably a better lesson. Like you thinking that way about the way that you post content because you don't want to lose your job is going to make you a better comedian because it forces you to, to, to explore different avenues. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Bernie Mac would have figured if you put today's guidelines yeah, on him, he would have figured it out because he's a funny yeah, person. He's... People, don't, people don't dislike bad words. They yeah. dislike hack. Yeah. It's like, okay, when every middle schooler can say what you just said, yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. That's hack. Mm-hmm. That's, what it's, that's what it is. Um, how... Teacher, I feel like teachers are all kind of quitting in waves now. Yeah. Like, it's it's coming. 100%. And so, like, I've heard news, news stories of, like, teacher salaries are going up. They yeah. need teachers. They they're they're hiring, especially uh, special ed teachers. They're mm-hmm. just like, anybody, well, get also, in here. Like, those, we got to... Also, the number of, like, like, you know, kids that need that special attention, they're, they're getting diagnosed earlier and more often. So yeah. Whereas, I'm sure these kids have always been, now they're getting identified. So, you need more teachers to teach. So, like, what would it what would it have taken for you to stay like give me the ideal situation where you're like you know what i i this is this is worth it this is worth the headache of of these kids for me honestly 
it was not even about me hating the job, which I did. It was like, it just wasn't my passion. Okay. Like I was doing it to have a day job, to have a salary, to have insurance and have something that couldn't interfere with comedy at all. Yeah. Because no matter how fucking tired I would be the next day, I never missed a show because right. of teaching. Because even if I had a midnight on a weekday, which I tried not to have, but if I had I, one, yeah. I could do it and run on E the next day. Oh, dude. But I could do it. But, and, but You're stronger yeah. than I am. Yeah. That's, I don't, I can't do the midnights on weekdays. No, it's I, the only time I don't set a bills. Yeah. And I, and I feel that because it makes sense you got to protect your peace. But like, I say that to say like that teaching was only a means to an end for me. So there's nothing teaching could have done. Like the new job that I have, I took a pay cut to, to do less so I could have okay. more time with comedy. Yeah. So to be fair, to the, there's nothing that they could have done for other teachers. I think may obviously a salary raise and I think a more nuanced understanding of a, a school week. Maybe mm. one more remote day a week would keep a lot of teachers doing their jobs. Oh, really? But, okay. you know, the, the parents can't swing it because there's nobody at home with the kids. Yeah. Because what happened in the pandemic was teachers, that's why so many quit. They realized, oh, man, so much of my life is this commute. Being in the building yeah. is draining. Yeah. Like, I went, my school went remote for a couple of weeks when a, another COVID spike happened, and it was the easiest two weeks of my life, man. Oh, really? I wake up. It was wonderful. Wonderful working from home. Okay. But uh, being in the school, is it's like one of the only jobs where you have to do it. And, you know, teachers, they had a, they got a taste. The whole, every teacher got a I taste. <laughs> and they were like, oh, oh, I'm not, this stinks. So, like, they don't yeah. want to go back no more. You, you find a remote job and your, your quality of life goes up way too high. Yeah. Because if you're not super passionate about teaching, it really doesn't make sense to do it. I got gotcha. you. I, I mean, you see all the news stories about... Like uh, a lot of people tried to weaponize the teachers during COVID where mm. they were like, don't like the teachers are miserable. They can't do remote or whatever. But I think sort of like a balance there to your point, because they they saw the good life. Like mm -hmm. this is what I think is happening with all these unions going on strike. It's like during the pandemic, they had savings for the first time in forever. And then they went back into their job. They lost their savings and they were like, hey, wait a minute. We yeah. had a taste of the good life over here. Like, yeah. why can't that keep going? And these, uh, these companies are like, because uh, we don't want to give you more money. Yeah, they that don't want to give you like, more time. They don't want to give you more money. And that's, you know, teaching, it's it's a fucking shitty rack, man. It's yeah. a shitty gig. And it doesn't pay that well. No, so if you don't, and, it, and it's been banking on people who love it. And now that's not enough anymore because there's, no, there's a little too. shortage. Yeah, <laughs> But comedy's the opposite. Comedy, yeah. everybody's in comedy. Nobody wants to teach. Well, you know what's only the people that love it. What's funny about the the remote schooling is a lot of a lot of people are like, oh no, we have to we have to go full in person. It's better for the kids. It it's better like they they like it. But I feel like in a way, and I want to get to this as like a broader topic too. I feel like in a way you're not quite preparing the kids for today's life in mm. the workforce mm. if you're not going remote every yeah. once in a while because like my job's full remote your job's full mm -hmm. remote if i was used to being full remote for a day once every two weeks once every week or whatever like maybe it wouldn't have taken me as long during the pandemic to kind of figure out how yeah. to get a routine how to you That's know true. separate my bedroom from my living room yeah. from my desk and like mentally where i work versus where i sleep where i eat where all this other stuff yeah that's true i will say to be fair like kids they they have to be in person for sure um the, you asked me like what teachers would probably need to make it a more lucrative yeah. job i think that would be great for the teachers and honestly every once in a while like even my school we had a asynchronous learning day once every couple months where we would just load up work in a google classroom and kids would do it from the comfort of the house which yeah. was nice but um yeah kids they the because the kids that we're teaching now are like real pandemic babies like yeah like pandemic in fourth and fifth grade like real yeah. formative years so they came out like two years behind Ugh. so like the 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 ramifications of the, of the pandemic were rampant oh yeah like the kids were like eighth graders big as shit acting like fifth graders because they didn't have the oh. two years of socializing dude and it's like a that that's true they do need that but what do you mean acting like fifth graders like what like, are they doing just just uh not like the small ways that kids like see somebody like when you're on a playground and you see somebody playing with the block a little kid will go grab the block yeah. and be like I'm playing with this block now and then the other kid will cry and get upset and maybe they might fight that happens like in a, that's like a sandbox thing yeah as kids get older you start to realize like oh this person is doing this that's annoying I'm gonna go talk to the teacher and, and we'll work something out right so you have people that are you know 8th graders they're like 14 some of them 13, 14 they're, they're getting big they're a lot but they're these big kids with these really tiny mentalities and like okay. throwing like 
like grocery store temper tantrums when they wow. can't do something. Okay. And it's like developmentally they are not where they're supposed to be because they missed two years of knowing how to act out in public. Because yeah. the last time that they saw kids, they were this small. So that's what they know. So when they get to see kids again, they're still operating from that place. And that was big, especially two years ago. The eighth graders were like, but, what, but why? But why? This? And it's like, <laughs> yo, like I, I expect that from sixth graders. That makes sense. But even the eighth right. graders, even as children, they're not supposed to be grown. You know, they, they're prone to, to hormones and stuff like sure. that. But it was wild. It was on another level. Yeah, that would be especially like with their parents home alone with them too during yeah. the pandemic they probably did get everything they wanted exactly. because their parents had nothing to do besides like alright yeah fucking 100%. I know this is tough on you so let's get another snack whatever exactly. you want because this, this past uh, year we got one 8th grade class that could act like you could you we can't we didn't but we could have left them in a room by themselves for like five ten minutes and it would have been good yeah. like they have a task it's on the board everybody knows to do the task and you can trust them to do it on their own they're like all right we're gonna do this thing that we've been tasked to do and in two years that was the only eighth grade class that ever got to that point wow and the school that I taught in to be fair not incredible not an incredible school a good school with people that were working hard but that we were like God bless this class but that's really should be the standard for kids of sure. 14 15 years old they should be able to do that and the fact that we only get one group to do it is a testament to the pandemic really stunting growth right it's tough tough stuff. wow yeah that's that's crazy yeah crazy um, but not my problem anymore not your problem fuck yeah man so how how do you think oh yeah schools should change to like better better prepare kids for the real world because that's that's always the thing even growing up i had a friend that was like school is bullshit it's all like you don't need any of this they're just teaching you how to be like a factory worker or whatever ironically he now is a factory worker because yeah. he never did anything in school that's very funny um but <laughs> but it's like you hear that all the time you hear that from like uh republicans that are like all schools need to be private because yeah. the public schools don't know what they're doing it's kind of like what's the line between school is a place for kids to go and like really learn how to operate in the real world and mm. school is a place for kids to go while their parents are at work yes. almost like a babysitting yeah. situation well, that's at the at its base that's all it is which is very hard but i would say <laughs> if any college kids going into teaching or listening yo, to that, it's, it's hear that part you're just a babysitter you, that's a, it <laughs> a, a lot of it is that because you are babysitting but um, yeah, if you have a passion for it, it's much. Also, I'm not a good teacher, to be fair. <laughs> like, I was, I'm a good person with kids, like, yeah, then I could build respect and have a sure. rapport. But, like, as an educator, that's I didn't go to school for it, I didn't have experience before I started. Yeah, like, I had there were things I was really good at, like, I knew how to make connections, but you know, I wasn't an actual educator, sure. Like, maybe with time, I would have became one, but that, I wasn't good. So, don't right, take right, right. my word is like the worst case scenario, right? But in terms of what schools can be doing. A lot of it is really positive. The people that are in there are good people. I would say um, extracurricular activities, even expanding them even more. And a lot of schools are great with them, but like anything that a kid is interested in, anything. Like in my school, there was like a bunch of kids into anime. We started an anime club and that sure. like created a community. That like school culture is so much more important than I realized. Okay. Like growing up, I didn't feel a strong sense of school culture, but it was definitely around. We had pep rallies. We had like theme days where everybody would come in dressed like this today, or the team yep. would all wear this when they played. And like things that I didn't realize. And then the school that I was just at, we didn't have a strong sense of community because gotcha. like, you know, our dean team was young or what. Like that's something that we weren't that good at. And when you look at other schools, like the really positive schools, the whole school's on the same page because they're a part of the culture. The same culture that they've cultivated so i think that happens with extracurricular activities and like just a, a, a vast like a crazy amount of events mm. like that anything that and it's hard because me i was i never stayed after school more than i had to okay but like if you got de dedicated educators in the building that will stay like that community that you create is going to take the schools almost farther than the curriculum i feel because everything comes second if everybody's on the same page and there's a general form of respect and like oh i i know you're interested in this come to this club do this like it's going to make kids want to pay attention it also gives kids oh if you don't do this you can't play on the team or you can't be in this club yeah. it gives them a, something to strive for so i in my experience the favorite thing that i saw is elevated culture more activities out of school okay i think I, yeah and I less, think time that's to great. Get, less time to jump in trouble you know what i'm saying yeah that that's true i mean if they get out well, 3.30 is pretty late, yeah. but 2.30, two and a half hours just to run around yeah, New York man, City. It's, it's, Are you kidding me? Too much time. Like too much time. Hop on the train and 
like or just by hop on the train. I mean, the roof of the train. Yeah, that's always fun for to real. watch. And it's, you know, the kids. That it's crazy because. They want to act like, yo, this shit is corny. I'm not doing this shit. But, like, yeah. the worst students, like, girls in the eighth grade can be a lot. They have real big attitudes and, you know, they're going through puberty and stuff like that. But once dance team season rolled around, it was a little bit easier because you had they had something. Yeah. So, like, they couldn't. They just didn't have the time to wild out. And they had something like, yo, if you keep fucking up, I'm not going to let you dance. Yeah. And then they'd be like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, right. So it's like just these little things you got to you gotta try to spark that interest something in they every really, child. Give them something they really give care them something. about. And, you know, obviously it's not going to work for every child, but like the sure. more of those things you have, the higher that probability is and it makes it a little bit easier. And sometimes when it's just a kid who doesn't give a shit about anything, if he sees everybody give a fuck about something, he'll fall in line. Yeah. What do you think about like specializing classes? Because I'm sure you had classes mm -hmm. where if you're subbing for math, there's mm -hmm. just kids that just don't get yeah. math and, uh, like yeah. is there a point in trying to because like in the in the real world where i'm working there are i i feel like there's two buckets of people there are people that know how to figure shit out and there's people that don't really want to and yeah. that's the only that's the only difference is like it's it's not really about like whether you can memorize stuff whether you could think this sort of way it's like are you going to put in the effort yeah. to figure it out yeah. and i'm like i look back on my school and I just I feel like almost all of it was just trying to memorize all these like yeah. facts and shit and I'm like that's not how being in the real world where I don't have to memorize shit yeah. any like I could do the same thing over and over at work and I could just google it every single time because yeah. I'm just going to copy and paste that mm -hmm. into what I'm doing but the reason they pay me to do that is because I know what to google yeah so it's like should school change to kind of fit that like do we need to know our times tables yeah is it just giving the kids something to do uh maybe a little bit of that I, i'm sure much smarter minds than me get paid to, to decide <laughs> that there's definitely a lot of dumber minds get paid to <laughs> get paid to decide Probably, that i think honestly, that's a big problem with the school that's system funny. right that's, now that's a fact because <laughs> my boss i thought i was a terrible teacher now my boss is dickheads that was not yeah so i think obviously i'd be you know there's obviously could be updates made to any curriculum right? sure. i think for us to act like yo this is exactly what how it needs to be is crazy at any point um but i i think that there is you're just teaching kids how to achieve how to get mm. comfortable not knowing something and, and having to learn it. It's not even necessarily about what they learn. Cause like, I don't remember how to do long division. Cause sure. I, and I know that because when I got put in- <laughs> Did you ever know? I definitely <laughs> did. Okay. I was, yo, I was nice with it, but I was nice. But like, I know I don't know how to do it anymore. Cause I substituted right. for an eighth grade math class. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And I was a pretty good math student growing sure. up, but I just, it doesn't, I don't use it anymore. But like learning that is, is is important because like you learn how to achieve, like problem solve. You learn how to do a thing. It's like, okay, to learn this, I listen, I practice, and I apply. And that's that's yeah. pretty universal. You know what I'm saying? Even if long division isn't the, pra the, the, the principle of, all right, here's a thing that I don't know how to do. I watch somebody else do it. I practice it on my own. And then I prove that I know how to do it in a test. And I think that's a pretty fair... You know, we do that in comedy. That's mm -hmm. a lot of what comedy is. That's all comedy. You know, is. and and it's like that trial with a, and error. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things that you end up doing have that same basic principle. So even if the math itself, like this specific application of it, is not important, the institution of learning how to do a thing is important. And also, once you learn a thing, it it gives you confidence to learn another thing. So in terms of the question, like classes, do they need to be specialized? They do, and, and to be fair to a lot of schools, they are. Like, there's a bunch of kids who need extra math lessons, so they're taken out of art class. Sure. Because art is like, oh, it's while it's important, like, we definitely need to make sure you know how to do the math part first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the like, artists sure are always going to be artists. Yeah, Like, there's yeah, yeah. nobody that was like, oh, I would have been a famous painter, but fourth yeah. grade, I had, I had to be to taken out of art classes. Exactly. Like, nah, your fucking weird ass is going to exactly. be painting by yourself. Which is, honestly, because I've taught art, too. I taught it for a while, and that was fun because I'm not even a good artist but I liked creating a, a, a thing in the classroom I'm sure. like alright this my favorite thing to do is like alright everybody's gonna we're gonna put I'm gonna put an image on the board everybody's gonna make it I'm gonna call some kids up to show their work and we're gonna learn how to be a positive audience mm. and that's the thing that you know but it's like oh we're gonna learn how to be supportive we're gonna and, learn how to not be a fucking asshole and then once we learn that we're gonna go on a field trip to one of my shows yeah. and you can replace the <laughs> shitty audiences I deal with yeah. you ever been to the Grizzly Pair at 1015 <laughs> in Midtown Midtown baby you're, you're coming these tourists are going to learn something Hell tonight. Yeah, 
That's, God damn. So it's those things, <laughs> those are the lessons. Like even if it's not the math, there's value in, in teaching. So when you specialize and make a lesson easier for a kid who doesn't understand, they get confidence to go learn another thing. And that confidence is like everything. Because when you meet a kid and they're like 11 and they're like, yo, I want to be, I want to be a comic book writer. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, bro, you can do it. You can do you that. You start now. Yeah. You can really, and that that was that was fun. I I, I like to see kids make the finish saying, "Yo, I want to do this." I'm like, "Yo, bro, you can." Yeah. You have all the time, and you can get as good. You can be the best. Yeah. And like actually mean it. I'm like, yes, you can do it. And that's fun. It's on like 22 year old says, "I want to be a stand up comic," and you're like, "Don't do don't it, do man. That, don't dude. do that, dude. Don't do that, no, yeah. you're no, not you gonna can. make it. Nobody's gonna you make it. You should have started already. We're all bro. fucked." 20, yeah, Dog, it Matt is Wright wild. started when he was 17. I know. You're never going to catch everybody. Him. Everybody blowing up started when they were 17. Know, it's man. driving me nuts. That's fair, though. I you started know. at 23, and people were jealous of me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This fucking kid started yeah. at 18. No, I started at like fucking. I, I went to a couple of my, but I didn't really get into comedy hard body till I was 27. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. You, everything happens when you start, yeah. exactly when you start. And that's going, just all you can do. Going back to the age thing, it really is like, and I, I do feel this way is like, I don't think people should be too hard on kids that aren't picking stuff up at a young age, partially because you don't know what's going on in the home life, but it's just age, man. Like you learn how to learn as you get older. And so the fact that the, these financial budgets are based off of how well the school does in the standardized tests Mm -hmm. that don't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that doesn't, it's not an, Indicative of yeah. like how they're going to be, and so you're just hurting their yeah. potential it the future. It's, like a, it's a negative cycle. But like even with comedy, going in at 27, like you had not. I wouldn't say like an overall advantage, but you had some advantages. Like yeah, you could interact with people that have been doing it for five yeah. years and be in their circles and they wouldn't be annoyed by you yeah. where like 22 year old starts 27 year old who's been doing it five years is like all right dude fucking yeah. stop talking yeah, i don't want to yeah. hear about your jokes for sure i was like the joke sucks you said the n-word twice <laughs> like don't don't it's yeah, not gonna it's not gonna work but like you at 27 you know how to play the social yeah, game that you also know yeah, what's good it. and what's bad yeah where like 22 year olds are just winging it yeah and also you know starting later you know i, I had a i lived a life you know what i'm yeah. saying like i I I had friends. I had a whole I, w- I had a whole experience of life before I started comedy, which is important because you know kids that start young. While they, I think those people get better at the craft quicker because they're yeah. growing with it. Their mind is growing with the craft, which is crazy. This is why I, sp- I see people like like Assad, who's super young but like so good because yeah. as he matures, his his comedy is maturing. And right. Or somebody like Matthew Aravalu. Math- Matthew's only twenty two. He's been doing this since fifteen. Jesus. Seven years Christ. in, and like you can, he, it's like swimming. He's like a fish in water when he's yeah, on stage because right. he's been doing it so long and he's still his mind is still growing. Right. But um, you know, starting a little later, I had more of a sense of self. I wasn't as nervous about starting because yep. I'm like, yo, I'm I, I'm me. You know, I have a voice. I know what it is. Like I know what I think is funny. I have a lot more sure. I was a lot more sure of myself. Yeah. And I have more to draw back on more more life experience. So like my perspective was actually something. Whereas you know, a kid coming out of college is like, oh pussy yeah you know what I'm and, I, and i'm and i'm the same way but hey, it's like don't tell people my joke yeah but it's <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm the same way at 31 but it's like pussy yeah and it's right. a little bit different you know <laughs> a little saying? bit like, of a flavor on yeah, that one they relate to that but yeah it's t- i can't imagine like it, it took me so long to figure out what i wanted to do i can't imagine a kid that young having the the courage to say a thing that they want to do or yeah. the 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 piece of the presence of mind to follow through so okay. that's why whenever you hear it as a teacher like somebody saying you i want to do this is like yes 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 yeah the hardest part is what you just did is saying it now you can actually go and do it and you have all the time right right and immerse yourself in it like yeah, you said man. when you're young you, got, you can you're gonna grow with it. you're gonna so yeah. good at it you can start right now and you can be one of the best to ever do it yep yeah. Hey man, this was great. Appreciate you having Did me. Do we man. miss anything? Anything nah, you really want to nah, hit sure. on? Nah, I will tell you one time I had a unit in class. I was teaching theater and I tried to teach him stand up. Oh, dude. And there were some kids that are really fucking really good. Really good. Timing, oh. just natural stage presence. I had this one girl in sixth grade. She's going to go into eighth grade next year. And uh, she hosts all of the school talent shows and school God events. And she's like, oh, you know, oh, I remember no. what you I'm like, yo, this is the most oh. proud I've ever been. Oh and my she's God. gonna grow up and she's gonna take all my spots and I'm gonna be proud oh, when it happens. All of our spots. Hell See, yeah, I'm not dude. gonna be proud at all. I'm gonna Hell blame yeah. you. I'm gonna tell yeah. everyone this is your I'm fault. I'm gonna be opening for that girl. It is one of those like like I, I liken it to 
uh, an athlete, like an NFL player, or like the dude on the practice squad. I'm the person in the practice squad in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. It's just watching these rookies come up, yeah. and you're like, holy oh, fuck, dog. that guy can jump so high, you dude. Know, I kind of got to go. To, <laughs> I got to go to the Canadian. Yeah, league, every, every once in a while, you see like those those dudes, like the B. John Robinson, where it's just like all world athlete. And yeah. Everyone just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah he's gonna yeah, get he's all the gonna spots. Be like that'll be that'll be that girl. For she'll real. be she'll show up. Everyone be like, ah, well, she's better. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna be like, hey, <laughs> remember who put you on and. Now you need an opener. Oh, yeah, right? Me. There you see, gotta parlayed. Pay, I gotta love pay that. Pay it forward, baby. You gotta I love think, that. I'm thinking that 10 steps ahead. That's why they pay me the small bucks. I was going to say, they paying you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> JC, where can people find you? Um, y'all can find me on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter at Peach Fuzz Poppy. Also, I have a podcast myself. It drops every Wednesday at midnight with uh, my girlfriend, Samantha Santos, two New York City comics called Soft Launch. You can find us on Instagram at Soft Launch Podcast. Drop it every Wednesday, everywhere podcasts can be found. Yeah. Samantha's hilarious. She's the best, man. That's awesome. Uh, follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. And if you're in New York City, come to Op- a comedy show every single week at Ferns in the East Village. JC's done it Great a show. few times before. Yeah, I love that show. If you're coming to the show from this podcast and you want to see JC on the episode, shoot me a message on Instagram. We'll get him on the one you're coming to. Hell yeah, bro. I, I'm always available. <laughs> love it. Let's oh do it God. again soon. Appreciate you, man. Yes.